My name's Mark, I've got the privilege of, of being part of the leadership team here at Jubilee, and we're continuing our series looking at life in the spirit this morning, and the particular topic for this morning is we're looking at the gifts of the spirit, and we're anchoring ourselves in this passage in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through to 11. I am going to read it again in English for the benefit of the non-Swahili speakers in our congregation. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each, a manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one, just as He determines. Okay, so there's, there's quite a bit there for us to, to think about this morning, and the first thing I'm going to start with is that this passage is introducing the gifts of the Spirit, and that is different from the gift of the Spirit. When a person becomes born again, when a person makes the decision to ask Jesus into their life for the forgiveness of their sins, to be their Lord, in that moment, the Holy Spirit takes up residence within that person. They become born again. They become alive in their spirit. And, and that's what we would call the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. And all believers... All believers experience that, and all believers have that. We, me, us, Jubilee Church, we are, we are what you would call charismatic Christians. We believe in charisma. And that's not just because, hey, we're suave, cool people, and we've got some style. We, we believe in the charismatic gifts. In verse 4, it said there are different kinds of gifts and the word, the Greek word for gift, is charismata. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's distinct from salvation. It follows after salvation. But we believe, I believe, that it's something for all believers. I, I think this passage is, is fairly clear. It's fairly straightforward. And that's what makes us charismatic Christians. We believe the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for believers, for the good of the church and for the good of the world and to glorify God. But there's something humbling in this, that, 
that whilst I believe passionately these are for everybody, that makes me no less a brother or a sister to Christians that don't have that experience, to Christians that, locked out by traditional lack of teaching, don't see that as an option. So the gifts of the Spirit are something that follows. But it's not an optional add-on. It's a natural follow-on from salvation. It's a natural progression in the faith to grow and to move into and to experience the gifts of the Spirit. And that's where we're going to be this morning. And I'm going to talk about four different areas of the gifts of the Spirit. And the first one is this, to say spiritual gifts are important. Spiritual gifts are important. Number one, they're important to the individual. They're important to you. They're important to the believer. You know, it's really easy for believers to get discouraged. It's really easy for believers to have a low view of their own use and worth and their own usefulness to, to God. This, this passage that we read, we finished at verse 11. In verse 12, it begins to talk about the body of Christ. And it explains that we're all part of this body and we're all a different part of the body. And it's really important that the body is made up of different parts that function together to make the whole. And, and it's such a good it's such a good picture because, first of all, it's true. And, and also, it says, um, what, what good is it if you're a hand wishing you were a foot? Just excel in being a hand. I mean, what good would a body be that had four hands and no kneecaps? But that is exactly the trap that people fall into all the time, again and again and again, of not just being comfortable and confident in who we are, but comparing ourselves with others that are different and saying, because I am not that shape, I am not as good. So gifts are important to in the individual because it reminds us of our uniqueness. It reminds us of our worth as, as a unique individual, that God caters individually with a range of gifts that are unique to you. He thinks you're something special and that you're useful. And not just that, but they're important not just to the individual, they're important to the church. You know, when a person knows their gifts and they know how to work with others, that's when really things get cooking. You know, if the church is a body, and the church is a body, if every part plays its part, then the whole, the whole body functions effectively. And spiritual gifts are important not just within the community, but beyond the community. They're important to the world. You know, we can make an impact, and we do make an impact on the world, simply by the Holy Spirit giving gifts and believers ministering in those gifts. You know, in, in our 2023 church, we're quite technological. We reach out through social media. We have great websites. We have PA. We have lighting rigs. In this country, we have the um, bestowment of charitable status. But we don't need any of that. That's all stuff. That's all use. But actually, just people, us, exercising our ministry in love, just that in, it, in itself brings people to Jesus. And gifts are important to God. 
No, you can't separate the gifts of the Holy Spirit from the Trinity. God the Father gave his Son. The Son gave his life so we could have the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, we experience the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So number one, spiritual gifts are important. Number two, they're varied. Spiritual gifts are varied. There is difference and variety, but they are all consistent with the Word of God. The passage we've looked at pulls out nine different manifestations, nine different expressions or bestowments of the Holy Spirit. We read about a message of wisdom, a message of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, the discernment of what's going on in the spiritual realm, speaking in different tongues, and the interpretation of other tongues. And that's nine different varied gifts that cover a range of different activities. But that's not a definitive list. Some commentators say that there are 22 different gifts of the Holy Spirit that are explained in the New Testament. There's a famous book, well, not that famous because I don't think any of us have heard of it, but there was a book that some people bought in the 1970s called The 19 Gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'm not sure about 22. I think it's a bit like when you have to squint to try and see the dolphin. I think it's, it's, you know, you're pushed to say there are 22, but there aren't one or two. And maybe it's as simple as this. Maybe it's as simple as there's a whole spectrum of spiritual gifts and God gives them uniquely to different individuals because different individuals are, are unique. In Romans 12... There's another list, another list of, of gifts, and seven are listed there. Prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leading, and showing mercy. And, and all this variety, all this variety is in line with the Word of God. Every expression, every gifting of the Holy Spirit lines up with everything else we know about God. It's not different. You will never say, I've just got a word of knowledge for you. You know, your wife and your children are holding you back. You just need to get some space and, you know, just, just move away from that marriage thing and just do your own thing. You, you, will, you will never hear a, a word of knowledge that jars against everything you know about who God is and the Word of God. The gifts of the Spirit line up with the rest of the Trinity, the rest of the revelation of who God is. So number three, if spiritual gifts are important, spiritual gifts are varied and they all line up with the Word of God, our experience or how we experience the spiritual gifts is a cooperation between ourselves, our physical bodies and our minds, and the Spirit of God. So let's talk about how we experience these gifts and how we know what our giftings are, how we know what the gifts are that God has for us. It, it was something that I didn't find easy. It took me a while to get my head round this area of growing in Christ. It took me a while to really kind of understand the cooperation between 
me, Mark, and the Holy Spirit working in me, and the expression of the two being something that meant I'm able to operate in a spiritual gift. And I think, um, yeah, there's something about the fact that some of the gifts are things you can do. Serving, giving. You, you can do that. It's, it's something that, not inspired by the Holy Spirit, I have the capability. I can help. I can give off finance. That's something I can do. Then there are other gifts, prophecy, speaking in tongues, that I cannot do. That there is nothing in me, in my human toolbox, that allows me to do that. And, and in my mind, I think I under-spiritualized the gifts that you can do in your own self, and I over-spiritualized the gifts that you simply cannot do. So, so when it came to things like speaking in tongues, that's something that I cannot do. You know, as, as a Christian, I was keen and eager to grow in Christ, to experience gifts, to be of use to other Christians. And I used to go forward for prayer every time there was a meeting where there'd be some prayer for breaking through and things. I was like a little yo-yo going to the front and back. And, and, and I used to think it'd be like this. I used to think I'd go, huh, what, what happened? And they'd go, hey, Mark, you've just been speaking in tongues for 10 minutes. And I'd go, Whoa, amazing. I was just in some kind of trance-like state, uh, just as, as the Spirit came through me and delivered something that, that bypassed all my mind and brain and natural conscious experience. But, but it wasn't like that. And, and someone trying to help me, a, a, a preacher, had this jug of water. And he said, Mark, it's like this. The water is in the jug, and the water will flow out but you need to pour the jug to start the flow. You need to pour the jug to start the flow. And I thought, oh, okay. So I you know, went up, laying on my hands, and I, I literally just opened my mouth and leant forward. <laughs> no tongues came out. I was like some low-budget goldfish. <laughs> and then a guy said to me, Mark, we're going we're gonna to pray for you to speak in tongues. I'm going to say something in tongues, and you are going to repeat it. And I thought, is that allowed? I thought, seems like it's breaking some kind of rule. It's a bit like writing someone else's exam papers on your sheet. Or... So he said, labra sente marasoto. I said, labra sente marasoto. He said, carasite barasoto. I said, carasite barasoto. He said, labra sente. I said, labra sente harasente barasoto. I thought, Huh, I've just gone further. And, and for me, that idea that the gift is something that comes from the Holy Spirit through you, but your conscious brain and mind don't depart whilst it's happening, was something that was really important for me to understand, that actually the Spirit of God is in us, and the Spirit of God prompts us and gives us an ability that can come out through us, but we're still here at the same time. We're still hearing what we're saying. And if we're boring everyone and there's no interpretation coming, we can stop. And, and that's what Paul says in the scripture. He says, if you're speaking in tongues and you're not blessing everybody, stop. So the gifts of the Spirit 
are something that we can control because the expression comes through ourselves. And I think in the same way, what I also did was I under-spiritualized a gift of giving because you can give, you can serve. But there's something about the prompting of the Holy Spirit to say, and now give, and, and it will be okay. Whatever you give is going to be replenished. And knowing that in that moment, it's a spiritual activity, not just a mundane activity. So the reality is this. The, the exercising of the gifts are a cooperation between ourselves and the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say one more thing on, on experience, which is about our emotions. And, and it's this. You know, if, if this is all really new, it could seem a bit daunting. You know, that list of different things. You know, we, we heard this morning the speaking in other tongues and the interpretation of what that tongue means. It's like, that might be the first time you've heard that. You might go, what is this crazy stuff? It's, it's completely separate from anything I've experienced in life up to this point. And actually, it's quite natural to find it a bit daunting. It's quite natural to be a little bit intimidated and to think even a tiny bit scared of, hmm, this seems like a big step. Or, or there might be another emotion, which is, you know, you've operated in a spiritual gift, and it's not really gone that well. You know, you got it wrong, it didn't work, or you are halfway through and bottled it, and, and, and there's a bit of anxiety about, do I want to go there again? It's a bit scary to go there. I went there and it didn't go so well. Do I want to go there again? These, these are normal emotions. But, you know, in verse 7 it talked about the purpose of these gifts. And uh, it said they are to conduce advantage. In other words, they're to do something good for other people. So to want to move in a spiritual gift is a noble thing. To have that desire is a good desire. So my advice, my, my exhortation is, if you feel anxiety, if you feel some apprehension, if you feel some nervousness about getting back, it's just get on the horse. And if you've been on the horse and you fell off the horse, get back on the horse. It's, it's a noble thing. It's a noble thing. And in terms of, that's all great, and I get it, and I see that list, but I don't know which ones are for me. I think it might be this one, I think it might be that one, or how do I even find out? Well, there's no pressure there either. It's, these are a list, and if they're revealed over time or over years, there's no, there's no rush or panic, and actually, there's no right or wrong. It, it's not a case of, if I, if I can't work out what my gifting is, I'm not going to be able to function. It's, no, no, we can all function, and, and as, we, as we go down the road, things will become clearer. So there's no sweat about working out what our gifting is, but there are some things that will help us. The first one is probably the one that's the most obvious. It's we just pray, just, just ask God. God, what, what, what's my gifting? What, what do you have for me? How can I be of most use as I grow and I learn to work in harmony with the Holy Spirit? Prayer, always a good starting point, pretty good answer to every question. Then the second one is, is this, it's, 
it's what resonates. You know, resonance is it's a posh long word. I'm not quite sure I fully understand it, but I think it's an echo that's a bit louder than the original. When you read that list, which one kind of like sounds a bit louder in your head than the others? When we're around each other, what gift makes the hairs on the back of our neck stand up? You know, is it, is it hearing a prophetic word? Is it seeing just how in the meeting our, our team of people in purple just make sure everybody's welcomed in, everybody's looked after, nobody falls between the gaps, everybody is served? Is it when they're in a restorative meeting about people and you see that mercy and you see that reconciliation? Because the things that excite you are most likely the things that you're gifted to move in. It's a bit like the, you know, the basics, 101 of careers advice. Do what you like and do what you're good at. And then the last thing is, is feedback. It's like the preacher um, you know, preaching got down from the platform and uh, someone said, and what's your gift? Um, you, don't, you don't have to do that to me today, it's okay. But um, what do people tell you? You know, when they say that really blessed me, what are they talking about? You know, what aspects of the way you are are people telling you that really helped me, that was really great? Um, the feedback. So spiritual gifts are important. Spiritual gifts are varied, but all line up with the word of God. Our experience of spiritual gifts is a cooperation between ourselves our conscious minds and bodies, and the Spirit of God. And the fourth thing, and the last thing, is spiritual gifts are useful. You know, they're for the good of the whole church and the good of the world. Spiritual gifts are a tool to build with. They're a tool to build with. They're not a toy to play with, and they're not a weapon to fight with. But when used right, there's humility and not pride. When used right, there's harmony and not division. When used right, there's growth, healthy growth in the body and, uh, and no stagnation or sickness. You know, 59 times in the New Testament, it talks about one another. Gifts are for one another. So, just when I was preparing this, I was going to finish with a challenge, but I think... I think, I believe I've heard from the Lord a little bit further than this, which is, you know, my challenge is this. Am I, are we, are you, are you willing to seek out and use your gifts for the good of everyone and for the glory of God? But we're going to uh, get the band back up and go back into worship. But I believe there's something else this morning, which is, for some people, I've I've got this sense that you've moved in the gifts of the Spirit, you know some of the giftings you have, but over recent months, over recent years, you've, you've neglected that gift. Maybe neglected is too strong a word. Maybe it's just, it's something that's faded from the forefront of your mind. It's faded from what you do week in, week out. And for you people, I believe that God will say to you today, you know, today's, today's a day to say, I'm going to pick that back up. Today's the day to say, 
yeah, I'm going to, I have, I have been there and I'm not there right now and I need to get back there. So as we worship, if that's you, you know, I don't know if we're doing come to the front or not, but, but if that's you, you, you may or may not want to come to the front, but you don't need to. You just need to respond to God and say, God, I want to, I want to exercise my ministry in the Holy Spirit to the fullest. Amen.